The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to Critical Hit, a major spoilers podcast. Thank you so much for downloading and checking us out this week. Whew, we got out of the out of the Thunderdome there, uh, Kevin, and uh, we got to go do something or something. What's going on on this show? <laughs> uh, on Critical was... Hit. It, it, <laughs> it was pretty close, uh, but you you did manage to escape the dodecahedron uh, after uh, rap battling and actual battling a team of snake people, uh, and but that was all in the holographic amusement chamber uh, because you guys have been trapped there by a glitch gremlin uh, and uh, as part of an elaborate sabotage prank pulled on you by Talos. Uh, So where we ended things last time on critical hit. 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 Uh, Was that you had escaped a one alternate reality, the dodecahedron that, uh, glitch had set up for you you'd actually escape too uh because previously you were among xenomorphs uh trapped on the ship um but uh it seems that glitch is taking you further and further into uh the realm of fiction uh whatever archives you have stored uh on the squeaky clean in the hack uh, for all of your holographic entertainment. So let that terrify you for a moment as you course through uh, the, the uh, there's a, like a sudden bright light as you go through the exit um, uh, from the arena that is the uh, outside the dodecahedron after chasing glitch. And suddenly all of you emerge you you feel surrounded, almost paralyzed, and then you realize you're swimming. Uh, and all of you have the appropriate underwater equipment uh, to to survive, like scuba diving, basically. Except for Amu, who I believe can breathe underwater naturally. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and, um, Amu, uh, so one thing that, that is a little bit easier for you guys, now that you've been through this process a couple of times, it, you're beginning to pick up on some of the tells that reveal it to be, uh, holographic and you're, you're able to keep it kind of in your mind that this isn't real though. Of course, if you die in the holographic amusement chamber, you die in real life naturally. Um, 
a Freddy Krueger paradox is a thing. Yeah. Uh, well, all the safeties got turned off by glitch. So, um, uh, but anyway, uh, except for the fact that you do know, because uh, I think Hagubino found out that there's always a way out of any given simulation. That's one of the rules that Glitch wasn't able to violate. In any case, Amu, uh, you recognize this as uh, a narrator uh, starts um, providing some comforting, uh, descriptive uh, text for what you're experiencing as a bunch of very, very large fish swim by. Oh. It's mating season. Fast and strong, blade fish swim across the oceans in instinctive circuits that cover thousands of kilometers. These circuits take them through their entire life cycle including live birth, adolescence, hunting, and, of course, mating. Though beautiful to behold, bladefish are deadly carnivores and deliver brutal blows very rapidly as they charge in, swim past, and charge in again. <laughs> Sir Richard Akatonborough. I assume most of the rest of the group is uh, just kind of drifting? Yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. That's I mean, it's what they do. <laughs> uh, we will start grabbing whoever is uh, looking the most in trouble in this situation. Uh, probably Quentin, I would imagine, is having it. Like, I can't imagine a ball being all that great at swimming. He does have some sort mm -hmm. of propulsion system, so... True, but it's designed. It is not designed to function underwater. Um, he he is able to propel himself, but he does not have a swim speed. No, but he does yeah. have goggles and uh, you know a little scuba thing. A what do they call that? A snorkel. Yeah, because the hack is trying to make sure that everything is fine. Yeah, you all have respirators and supplies of oxygen or various gases to help keep you alive depending on what kind of uh things you need for breathing um but uh yes yeah, so. So, so amu seems normally amu's on the i think slower and less graceful side of things but here he moves about quite fluidly mm-hmm <laughs> Uh, can we talk with the respirator situation? Uh, so you can try to talk, and uh, it does seem that you have some sort of muffled communicator. So it's like uh, talking with uh, something in your mouth. Can anyone see the way out of this documentary? Um, no, but I'll... you may need to be ready to deal with the bladefish. Bladefish. Well, you heard the the man, right? And you see Those... some of these aforementioned bladefish come in. They have very long uh, snouts, noses, um, and I guess it's technically part of their skull. 
um, that end in like a sharp blade, kind of like a swordfish, but they're bright. Their their head is bright yellow, and the rest of their body is green and blue. And uh, there seems to be a school of them swimming nearby. A given bladefish is over two meters long and mm, 300 kilograms, I guess. So quite large. I'll, uh, I'll look around. If, if I wanted uh, a front seat to this, uh, assuming that I was a sadistic little weirdo, where would I be? Uh, why don't you give me a perception check? Uh, 11. Um, so you glance around. It's a little hard because you have to look in three dimensions. Oh, wait, no, I'm you sorry, look I'm up. I got a 20. I was looking at Matthew's roll. Oh, sorry. Okay. Jeez, Matthew. That's okay. It's not your, it's not your fault. Rodrigo like that. Uh, no. So a 20. All right. Then you're able to orient yourself pretty quickly and uh, figure out that below you, um, down where things look kind of darker and more ominous, there are lots of good hiding spaces so long as you don't mind you know, going places where there could be giant eels. Well, best hiding spot is probably down there. So let's see if All we right, can find well, Glitch. I'll cover you guys if you want to go looking for him. And she'll kind of like start swimming over and getting tired to position herself between the bladefish and everyone else. And um, me. with that, uh, you guys are immediately under assault from a swarm of bladefish as they uh, buzz past you, and some of them seem to be ignoring you, while others consider you food. And uh, we have actually already rolled initiative, so uh, I'm just using the initiative from previously. Sorry, Rob. And uh, that means that the bladefish get to act first. Does greatest Rob get an underwater initiative have. bonus? I'm sorry? Does Rob get an underwater initiative bonus? Uh, he does not. Okay. <laughs> he just gets a swim speed. He okay, does have a swim speed. Treat. and He's sorry because of how crap my role was. Yes, Under that's why 50, Over 50% humidity, you get, a, you get a plus two to your initiative. <laughs> <laughs> The greatest weapon bladefish have is their numbers. Vast storms of them swim their lifelong circuits from the water's surface down to 100 meters deep. When one senses an intruder, it determines whether the threat is manageable or overwhelming and reacts by charging or fleeing, respectively. This community has decided to charge. And... With that, everyone is going to be attacked by a bladefish. So let's go in initiative order. Vangi, what's your kinetic armor class? Uh, it is. So do I still have the buff that was put up by uh, Amu last combat? How long does that last, Amu? Um, it should last with my new smarts at 18. Uh, four rounds. Then, yeah, we'll say it has two rounds left. That's oh, right. Uh, then it is currently a KAC, you asked? Yes. 26. 
you are still hit for 11 slashing damage. Uh, Skritik? Uh, 19. Hit for 13. Mm. Hecubino? You, my friend, are critically hit. Good. For 26. I would like to uh, spend a uh, resolve point. Uh, would that drop you... What are you spending a resolve point for? To share pain. Oh, okay. Uh, whenever a foe deals damage to you, you can spend one resolve point as a reaction to shift some of the pain back onto that foe. Unless the foe succeeds at a will save, reduce the damage you take from the attack by your mystic level to a maximum of the attack's damage, and the foe takes an equal amount of that damage, there's a mind-affecting pain effect. So hey, let's see uh, if we can shape five off of that. How? Well, what's your uh, save DC? Uh, DC is equal to 10 plus half my mystic level plus my wisdom modifier. I'm guessing that's rounded down, right? So, yes. 12 plus my wisdom modifier is 4. So, 16. 16, it fails. So, it, it takes 5 damage. It takes 5 damage, and I take whatever you said minus 5. So, what was that? It was 26, so minus 5 is 21. Okay. All right. Uh, then, Quentin, your KAC? 19. Uh, you are hit for 10 slashing, Bob? 15. You are hit for 12 slashing, and Amu? <laughs> 14. Uh, you are hit for 9. As the swarm uh, swims around you, it you know basically makes a pass, but it's looking like it's going to turn around and come at you again for another charge. The They are able to kind of seamlessly move past you when they strike and they basically have spring attack when underwater so um swim by attack i guess you could call it uh so uh after the blade fish make their first pass skritic you are up what do you do there are uh, a lot of them not a not a so many that you couldn't kill them all but uh, there's a lot Quite a lot. Um, I'm thinking I'm just going to try to get away and get to those uh, tunnels that were pointed out earlier. The eel-infested tunnels? Yeah. All right. So you're just going to swim for it? Yeah. Cool. Why don't you give me an athletics check? I roll 14. 14. All right. So Skritik is struggling. He is making some progress, but not great progress as he gets caught up in the currents and gets battered around by some of the blade fish who just like incidentally tail slap him. Uh, but he, he is swimming down there. Is there any, so that was like your primary action. Is there anything else you want to do Skritik? Hold on. He is still uh, the closest to you from getting there because he's tried. I guess I need a moment of rest in order to get stamina points back with resolve. Um, man, I don't know. I just keep moving. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Vangi. Keep on swimming. Um, I'm actually, so she'll pull out um, one of her RTEs and be like, can I interest you guys in an easier meal? And like toss it at them. <laughs> uh, what is in your RTE? I assume that it's mostly meat. Um, so probably like 
you know, jerky. I don't know, jerky. Like various right. forms of jerky. I like it. Um, so, please uh, strike me. Just roll a d20 for me. Sure. I've got a 12. Okay. Uh, you definitely seem to catch some of their interest and they like start poking at it. They're getting to, um, you know, curl back around to do another pass. Uh, you might be able to distract some of them from, say, attacking you. Uh, or maybe, you know, if you swim away from the meat, you might be able to, uh, and somebody else was right behind it, they might be able to be distracted and basically not get attacked. Cool. Can I then also start swimming? Yeah, as you move, you can start swimming. You're not going to catch up with uh, Skritik because he did that as both his standard and move. But you can sure. start swimming. Um, cool. Why don't you give me an athletics check as well? I have a 22. Yeah, so uh, actually you're basically able to catch up with Skritik regardless just because you, <laughs> you're a little bit more powerful underwater. Uh, heck, you be no. Um, I will swim down uh, and also, yep, uh, I'll try to swim down and activate the tech thoughts. Okay, cool. So first, give me a an athletics check. Okay, here we go. 18. Yeah, that's good enough to make some good progress. For um, those you of have you a... who are curious, I rolled a 19 on the die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yikes. Nice mod. What? You're doing well. You're doing great. Um, you're almost there. You're almost to uh, the <laughs> eel-infested tunnels. Um, and when you reach out with uh, your uh, mind to sense what is around you, um, you determine that there are actually a couple of things. You detect um, really only one intelligence, and then you detect basically a projection of an intelligence, if that sure. makes any sense. Sure. Um, the projection is not very smart at all. Um, the projection's surface thoughts are um, about waiting for you to come within uh, reach and uh, then eating you. And it seems to be thinking to itself the equivalent. It doesn't have language, uh, but the equivalent of yes, yes, closer. Closer to my maws. Um, so that's the fake intelligence. Right. The, the real intelligence, um, you can definitely sense that it is there. Let me see if you... Do they get a uh, saving throw in general? Uh, will negate. Yeah. Will negates. Okay. So, oof. And what happens if they fail? Uh, let me see, because I think it depends on what round we're in. Yeah, so on the third round, I could start reading their thoughts. Okay. Um, well, that's we're going to go ahead. Prevents me, that's what the will say prevents me from doing. But uh, at the first round, I can basically detect that something is there. Second round, I can get. Oh, I get like I can tell how, like what their int modifier is. Ooh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. It also doesn't like immediately tell me where they are. But I guess if they're in the cone. 
Sure. Then I can. So, um, so round one, you detect that they're both there, and because one of the mines is quite simple slash artificial, you mm-hmm. can pick up the the thoughts of that one. Um, okay. The other one. So round two, I'm going to give you a little bit more information, like about their location and maybe a little bit about what they think of as their mental presence. And then round three, I'll give you more surface thoughts. This thing's surface thoughts aren't going to change much. Just letting you know. So Um, um, if I could, can I say something? Absolutely. So picking up that there is something smart down there. um, Ecubino will be like, Glitch, I already nailed you twice with this, and I got another one in the chamber. (laughs) <laughs> all right so with that it'll go to quentin oh. let's see electricity and water is probably a bad idea or a great idea oh you know what i'm you with kevin <laughs> i mean that's what i was to, that's what i was gonna do up the narration and see if if you can confuse the fish Ooh. <laughs> change their behavior because that's what the narrator says hey, we don't know how this is programmed it, that's depends, true. On, it depends on where, where, which way the like workflow is right <laughs> first the narrator like says something then they do it yep. Yep. exactly yep. ooh that's smart uh, okay. or you could flash some shiny lights and try to get them to mate with you Okay, first of all, ooh, and second of all, why? Um, no, I think what I did the first thing no. I want to do. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> okay, you ever drop a nickel in the pool? No. Okay, so when you drop a nickel in the drop pool, the Babe Ruth ones. it basically disappears <laughs> because it's shiny in the shiny water. So oh. Quentin is going to do two things. First. I'm going to try and uh, do something uh, to stealthify my outer shell to make it so reflective that it looks like more water so that I can't be seen. You're basically bending the light around yourself. I'm do- yeah, I'm doing something Ooh. cool like that. Pseudo science that do in something here. like that. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I'm thinking that might be a stealth check. <laughs> tell you saying. what. Uh, do you have any uh, life science? No, not even a little bit. Uh, wait, let me check. All right. Uh, yeah, no. No, yeah. It sounds stealthy no, to me. No life just, science, no physical science? Uh, I have some physical science. I'm not trained in it. There is something in my physical science. I think that um, I think I have two ranks those are trained science. only. Oh, you, so, you, oh so, so you are trained in it. If you've got ranks, you're trained. I got th- a three in physical science. Why don't you That's... give me a physical science check to think about Why do how you hate me? <laughs> what did well, I ever do you're, to you? You're, you're trying to make an exceptional stealth check, and I, I'm totally on board for that, but I want to see you know, if you know what you're doing. I've always known what I'm doing. I rolled a five. <laughs> okay, so you can give me a stealth check, but you do take a minus five penalty. that's just cruel all right fine you know what i'm gonna do it and you know why i'm gonna do it you're stealth with no cover in the middle of the ocean boom how about a 27 well Well, i 22 
I think it's a 22 because the minus I put five. Minus yeah. five, didn't I? No, you, no, said you equals put equals five. five. Let me try that with that a one. minus uh, five. <laughs> wow. How about a 26? <laughs> Remarkable. Anyway, strangely enough, through through more narrative art than uh, than science, um, Quentin is able to pull that off. Okay. Like you adopt uh, a shimmering sphere. You do have to kind of angle it. You realize you can't be kind of invisible in all directions at once because you're, um, but you can angle it towards the bladefish swarm right now, if you wish. Yes. Yeah. You want to, you want to swim up, right? That's why fish are light on the bottom and dark <laughs> on top. So you oh. can't see them. So if oh, you go I thought up, that was just the way they were cooked. Yeah, if something ever saw you from below, it would be able, it would right. not see you, but above, it would totally it see would you. See. Okay. So, do I still have something in the move department that I could move? Yeah, you can try to move. All right. So, uh, Quentin is going to uh, basically open up any watertight, useless compartments. And even though he can't swim very well, theoretically, as water fills up those compartments, he'll just sink. Won't you achieve neutral buoyancy? No. Anyway. I'm, <laughs> I'm made of quadratitanium. I'm going to sink. It's going to be great. All right. Why don't you uh, give me an engineering check to try to control your buoyancy? Oh, man, you're hurting me here. <laughs> engineering. Would you prefer it. athletics? Sure. Engineering. Yeah. Athletics is better than engineering. Really? My engineering is nothing. Wait, I have something. I got a star in it, but it's got a little dagger. Oh my goodness. I'm pretty sure your engineering is not nothing. Is it? Does, is your engineering just like a, a sticker with like some grapes that are smiling that says grape job? <laughs> <laughs> All right. When I look at my engineering, zero rank. Gold star. Gold star. No, no more questions. Three. Ability mod one. So, but in the total column, there's a neg. There's nothing. Oh boy. Because I don't have any ranks in engineering. So technically, I have these four things that I can't do anything with. Oh, I yeah, see. engineering is trained only. That's the issue. Well then, there you go. I guess it'll be an athletics check to just try to propel yourself. I'm gonna be athletic as only a sphere can. All right. Are you prepared for the athleticness of the sphere? A nine. I guess I am prepared for that. You bob along relatively harmlessly. No, he's Bob. I Quentin along. <laughs> God. What? You got right. six players and you already can't win. tell. Bob, you're up. <laughs> I'm going to remove the uh, battery pack out of my laser pistol, and I'm going to use some engineering to have it uh, send off some electrical pulses through the water to try and keep the uh, to keep these blade fish away. Ooh! So, are you trying to maybe intimidate them by, you know, some uh, uh, pretending to be some sort of electric animal? Yeah, I think so. Okay, cool. Make your engineering check. Nineteen. Totally good. Uh, so you can 
choose to try to augment that with either life science or intimidate, or you can just choose to let that engineering check stand and say, I've done my thing. So how does that work? Uh, so if I roll life science, then that adds then you're, to this? You're, you're basically using your knowledge, nature, like your knowledge of bladefish slash aquatic life to be like, I'll be this type of animal. I watched um, these hollow vids uh, at some point uh, during our journey already. So yeah, I'm going to okay. use life science. Cool. And I get a 19. Excellent. So you actually do a quite compelling job. There's um, a strange animal uh, that's basically a, you know, like the rat king. Yes. Okay. It's that, but made out of electric eels. Nice. <laughs> Terrible. Why would you draw that? Ah. Why would you do this? Why? Why? Yeah. It's actually a monster in D and D three point five. I don't remember its name though, but it is it's sweet. a tumble and, eel. You know, nightmare fuel. And, uh, that's what uh, that's what Bob is pretending to be pretty successfully, in Great. your opinion, Amo. Uh, and so so far, I have Quentin being avoided. I have Bob being avoided. Uh, Vangi was protecting either herself or someone else was a little unclear. Skritic was moving down. Hecubino moving down. I mean, several people are moving down, but Skritic is probably, I guess, tied with Vangi for the furthest. Hecubino is pretty close to them. And that brings up Amu. Yeah, I'll protect Hecubino if possible, considering he just got crit. Okay. You'll move your uh, rations in front of Hecubino. Yep. So Hecubino seems to be the one who's the worst off right now. Uh, in terms points of, wise, I'm a low half. Oh yeah, me too. I mean, I'm out of stamina points. Ooh, yeah. So, Is anyone out of stamina? Let's do it that way. Not entirely, but very close. I, yeah, I've taken hit point damage, so. Okay, so Skritic is probably the worst off. Okay. Uh, the two androids are being avoided right now, though, right? That's correct. Said, okay. We are droided, yeah. You're I, very adroit at this. Uh-huh. And that's where uh, we get the turn. Boo. No, it's not. We will go and try and help Skritic move along. Since yeah, he, he seems, seems to, to be the help. worst off right now, as well as uh, having troubles with the whole swimming thing. And how are you helping him? Uh, we're going to like swim with him, swim, uh, try and help pull him along, push him along. However, is <laughs> easiest to deal with a drowning rat. Do you still have that thing that you can use to like hook him like you've been hooking enemies? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just use your catch pole. Just yeah. snag his snag his <laughs> tail and go. It Can actually I? might be easier for you to do that because then you could use your swim speed. It wouldn't be particularly dignified for him though. Yeah, that's his problem. It'd probably be like Amu doesn't understand of, uh, dignity. <laughs> a panicked thrashing before I realize it's Amu, and then just resignation. Yes. <laughs> We will snag a rat in a net and go. <sighs> All right. Can I, can I ask something? I'm sorry to keep interrupting. What does Amu look like when he's swimming? Amu's 
less, far less humanoid right now, <laughs> uh, and looks more like just the uh, chunk of coral floating there, and weirdly propelling itself around wherever it needs to go. Like a like a cuttlefish or a. Like, he's a swarm of coral, right? Except yeah. he's got a lot of lots of little, little I want to call them pedipalps, but that's something a spider has. I don't know. He's got Polyps. lots of little fins that he can move that move him through the water. Pinnipeds. Yeah. Polyps. No, not pinnipeds. Not Polyps. a seal. A pinniped so, yeah. is like Polyps, a walrus or a seal. Well, you're thinking Polyps of is the word I was thinking which of. Which polyps have. Yeah. Oh, how, what does uh in terms of yeah, also going along that same lines of uh what does Amu look like? Uh, does his coloration change? Uh, it look? takes on a more aquatic sheen. Uh, there's not any like big coloration changes, although the colors are much more of a mishmash in the water since the shape is not anything recognizable. Um. So uh, you guys swim deeper, and the bladefish uh, come for a pass. Uh, but Vangi, you are able to protect Hecubino with your uh, rations. Uh, Quentin, they ignore you due to the, uh, the sheen nickel, you're nickel throwing in, the in the direction. Effect. Yeah. Um, Bob, they stay way clear of you. Actually, Bob, I'll let you protect one other person as well. Uh, so you can choose Vangi, uh, Skritik, or Amu, because your check was quite successful. Uh, I think I will also protect Skritik. Cool. So then Vangi uh, and Amu. Amu, despite how deep you've gotten, you're not out of their reach yet. So Vangi and Amu, the bladefish come for another pass. Mm. Vangi, uh, they miss you for sure. Sweet. Amu, what's your. Not case? great. <laughs> uh, then I, I, I remember it well enough to know that you're hit. Uh, yeah. Take 13 uh, from Blaine. You, you realize that these things will definitely just eat you if you're out left in the open. Like, hmm, tasty coral. Yeah, we figured. Uh, I am uh, chunked into my hit points now. And um, you are able to proceed deeper. Uh, So does everyone keep swimming? Sinking. Uh, Yep. (laughs) Sinking, swimming, avoiding them. (laughs) Sink or Uh, swim, yeah. Cool. So as you do so, and you approach these little tunnels that are, are eel tunnels... Um, it gets darker and colder. Uh, and, you know, of course that makes some degree of sense, but, uh, Amu, you know, it gets weirdly cold and dark too quickly. Um, you do see some little bright spots of light though, uh, that, you know, maybe that's like the, where, the tunnels end or like the passage ends and you can resurface. Um, Or maybe that's the light that lets you exit the simulation. Or maybe. So, Skritik, what do you do? Uh Mm. (laughs) (laughs) How close we are to the tunnels. Uh, You're you're basically at them now. 
I'll lunge in knife first. Cool. Uh, there are maybe Try a to... dozen tunnels, and let's say half of them have glowing white light coming out of them. Do you glow, go into a tunnel that's dark or faintly light? Let's head towards the light. <laughs> Sounds good. That works right. so well for Carol Ann. Uh, so, um, why don't you give me a survival check to Ooh. navigate underwater in the, this tunnel environment? You, you've crawled through tunnels before, so you happen to be underwater here. What's the big deal? <laughs> well, let's see. Uh, 31. 31. Nice. Uh, so, uh, you are, you, you're able to proceed. And through a con- you're, you're, you quickly assess things once you um, get to the edge of a tunnel uh, and you stop and kind of crouch down. Uh, so give me a perception check. Okay. Not a good corner to hunk down in 25 for perception. Yep. Excellent. You're, you're doing a bang up job. So you're able to navigate the tunnels, no problem. And you're able to both like kind of sneak into a good position and look out. And when you look out, that's when the narrator starts. Uh, oh, God. Lassiodons have a whale-like body, complete with a powerful tail, thick fins, and each of its six heads bears a nightmarish maw with a curved, fleshy growth that glows in the dark water with white light. Um, so oh, okay. imagine a hydra attached to like a plesiosaur, like the, that sort of creepy giant dinosaur fish monster body. So it's got six heads, and then each of the six heads is an angler fish. <laughs> wow! Except- Fantastic. Yeah. yeah, Sam, it's it's time for counseling. Kellen. I mean, Kevin is actually really afraid of plesiosaurs, so I'm I'm impressed <laughs> with this whole situation. Well, I'm like, terrified. I'm of usually the fish, one so. that's like, "Ooh, there's a sea monster exhibit at this museum. Let's go. You need to look at this." And he's like, "Why do you hate me?" <laughs> <laughs> quote ish paraphrase quote from Batman Begins: "They should fear what I fear." <laughs> <laughs> that's that's why there are so many bureaucracies in my games. Mm-hmm. Everyone has their own themes. How do you feel about Leoplerodons? Oh, I love them. What about magical Leoplerodons? Um, anyway, cool. Uh, so you're able to communicate something back to the group if you wish. Um, oh, and actually, with your 25 perception check, you can tell that uh, there is a tiny little glowing creature uh, with an elaborate. Uh, digital uh, breathing mech suit um, that is floating be just beyond the Lassiodon. <sighs> Glitch is past the monster. Avoid the lights. <laughs> Thank you. Really? Well, how about I tangle with the monster and you guys swim past? And so she's going to swim up towards uh, Skritic. You're going to swim through the tunnels and go just right past Skritic to uh, t- try to close with this thing? Yep. Give me an athletic check. Sure thing. Uh, 25. All right. 
Um, so do you have a weapon drawn as you're swimming past? Yeah, I'll have my uh, tactical pike out, but kind of like using it like a spearfisher person would. Nice. Well, um, so you're swimming up right next to it. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Cool. Then it will take an attack of opportunity. Oh, I have a, I have a reach, so I'll, you know, swim to a little and bit of What's your away. reach? Ten feet? Yeah. Okay. This thing is um, 60 feet long. Okay. Yeah. All right. Noted. So it, it has reach of 25. Jeez. Yeah. Okay. So it hits you. Yeah. Take 31. Oh, no. All right. Well, there goes all my stamina points and uh, some of my hit points. It's, a, it's got quite a bite. Oh, and yikes. Let's not forget about this. Um, oh, boy. We wouldn't want to uh, ignore the monster ability that triggers on a bite attack. No, we would not. <laughs> No, sure we, we would, would obviously not. I think we would. What's your but... What's your KAC again? Uh, twenty six currently. All right. Well, then you're grappled as part of the attack, and it looks like it will try to swallow you whole uh, whenever it can. So I made a tactical error. Stab it in the gullet. All right. Uh, heck you be now. Did that all happen on Vangie's turn? Yep. Does she get an attack? Uh, yeah, actually she does. That's a good point. Oh, hey, sweet. I mean, uh, it's st- close make- to her. Yeah, so so can I still make a uh, attack with my cryopike from this situation? Absolutely. Um, well, so you're grappled. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let's go ahead and say, yeah, go for it. Okay. I mean, if, if I need to use a different weapon, I can do that. Uh, um, I think you do take a penalty. So let's take a look at the grappled condition. So nah, you can't take two handed actions. Okay. Uh, what would I need to do to break free of this grapple? Uh, you can, so you can make a, uh, I think there's an acrobatics check that'll do it. Um, you can, yeah, I would allow an acrobatics or a flex check to break free. You know what? I'm just going to hit it. So she's going to like, uh, use her, her tail and like grab a a little hammer. That's, uh, uh, Hey, uh, Vanky, just so you know, Hmm? the thing thing is is really, really big, 60 feet long and weighs over 50 tons. So All right, you get so to... it was a huge mistake to, to fly into his jaws, and I should get away now, is what you're telling me. All right, noted, noted, noted. I just wanted to fight the giant monster, because um, I do pretty, not I mean... fear sea monsters, and I wanted to prove it. Anyways, um, I'm going to make a uh, <laughs> athletics check to try to break out of this grapple. Thanks. There's a bit of a forced well, perspective thing. Didn't realize how big it was. Yeah. You've successfully uh, distracted uh, it. Fair like enough. Like, your I'll allies will be... Unless it has some sort of combat reflexes, they're good yeah, to... Yeah, there you uh, go. Now everyone should it. be able to get free. All right, I'll take it. So I will still try to break out of its grapple, though, to not die. Uh, I've got a 25. Uh, you're still grappled. Oh. Oh, oh my. Oh. That's not good. Okay. <laughs> Exciting. Heck you be now. 
I, I would like, now that I've been given information, I would like to visually actively search for glitch. Uh, sure. So you have to swim a little bit into the tunnels to, to search for him. Okay. Uh, after you do that, yep, there he is. And sure enough, uh, you can spot he's standing right by a giant um, clam with a pearl. Except you don't think the pearl is real. The pearl looks like a multidimensional base transducer, which is to say, a way out of here. Right. Um, well, first of all, mind thrust. Uh, yikes. How much damage am I taking? Um, so that'll be a... Uh, let me look at the... Kind of forgot to do that. Glitch is in uh, rough shape. Uh, so that's a 17 uh, DC, and I will roll uh, 4d10s. So 21 coming in. Wow. Okay. And with that, uh, Glitch immediately like fritzes out and has to tap the um, uh, pearl. And uh, you are all instantly transported from this world. You're so close to being able to escape. but uh, Hecubino short circuits it and the bladefish, the Lassiodon, everything uh, shimmers and disappears. Holy cow. Wow. Hey, everybody, we're going to stop right there uh, and see what world we're going to jump into next or if we're out of this thing. Who knows? Uh, well, you would know if you are a patron because if you're not a patron and you uh, become a patron, you'll get to hear next week's episode before everyone else. So, Find out more at patreon.com slash major spoilers. And for everyone, Patreon patron or not, here's hoping all of your dice rolls are critical hits. This podcast is copyright 2021 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.